Hello, beautiful souls. Join me as we dive into conversations about spiritual clarity, different modalities and mechanisms to healing as well as healing phenomena and how to activate your third eye powers. Join me every Wednesday for a new episode where you'll understand more about the mediumship journey and what it truly takes. This is not your standard mediumship podcast. Get ready for discussing taboos, fears, traumas, and silenced stories for the emerging psychic medium who is stepping into their financial freedom with their soul's gifts. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to Mediumship Muse. I am so excited today. I have a fellow psychic medium, the first ever on the Mediumship Muse podcast. Her name is Ishida Bama. Ishida guides you to deep healing and developing your intuitive abilities. She is a psychic and clairvoyant healer who can read everything from your aura, past lives, relationships, your spirit guides, next steps in certain situations in life, soul contracts you have with people, and even channel your loved ones who have passed. She was born as a gifted clairvoyant and has taught others tools and techniques to connect deeply with their intuition and deeply heal their lives in the process. Ashita has helped thousands of people heal in life through her readings, classes, and lectures. She is grateful to be able to be of service to so many and constantly finds that her work with spirit surprises her as well as her clients in the most beautiful ways. Welcome, Ashita. So excited to have you. Thank you, Candice. I'm so excited to be the first medium on here with you. Yes, mediumship music. It's only right, right? It's only right that we would have another medium soon enough. So I'm so excited that it all aligned this way. Um, okay, I want to start with one. How is your work as of late? Any new like findings, insights, downloads? Like what what newness is coming into your work? Because as psychic mediums, I know we're always kind of like pushing that threshold. So what's cooking for you? What's new for you? And then. If you can also answer how you got started in this line of work. Absolutely. So it's been a whirlwind of year. Numerologically, this year was set up to be really, really spiritual, but also really deeply reflective just for the collective. And I think that the people who are of service as healers and psychics and mediums are feeling this deeply. So Recently, I just went on a retreat, uh, a women's retreat that I led in Greece. That was amazing. And we went to Delphi where the oracles were. So the, the divine feminine seers. And we had done all this past life work before we had actually gone to Delphi. So we were in Greece doing energy work, doing family mm. constellations, doing um, energy work and healing our divine feminine energy. And then we, at the close to the end of our trip, we went to Delphi and it was amazing to step into that energy because there was activation happening in the body. There was a familiarity that so many people experienced. And so I spent all of July in Europe. I had actually planned the trip based on the number seven, the numerology of the energy of this year to be set in that same energy. So it started um, on July 7th. It was for seven days and it ended on the 14th. And there were um, 
just so many people who had told me the amount of 777s I'm seeing before this trip is incredible. And then we saw them on the trip. And so it was quite amazing. And then coming back, it just felt like everyone, not just myself, but everyone who participated had stepped into new timelines of abundance, of being able to tap into a true authentic community Mm. and also being able to find more aligned purpose. So it was really exciting. And so this is the first of many international retreats. I've held um, other retreats domestically, but this is going to be another really exciting venture into, I think, more international travel. Totally. Totally. Yeah. The first of many. I totally see that for you. How exciting. Um, Places, locations, like travel is more than just clearly, right? Especially from that experience, travel is more than just like, oh, let me go somewhere and just like travel and spend money and take a cute picture. Places are activating. Different places on the planet have activation codes. And I think more people need to understand that. I'll probably do a whole separate episode on that in general, because I lived in Tulum for a year and man, that place was so activating in, in different ways. So that's that's super incredible that everyone's coming away with those like new codes around abundance and stepping into the moreness, the goodness, the juiciness of life, you know? Absolutely. That's where we're evolving to right now. The world's asking us to evolve and step into more of ourselves that are truly present and abundant and authentic. So it's really exciting that everyone, that a lot of people are deciding to take that step, whether they know what the leap looks like at the end of it or not. So I've seen more and more people start to uh, be excited about alternative ways of healing rather than just going to the doctor. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. And how did your um, mediumship, how did your psychic mediumship journey, I guess, start? I mean, I know sometimes like we already have the gifts from a very young age, but like what really made you step out? So, yes, that's a great question. I mean, we all, I think we all have really interesting stories around (laughs) that. So (laughs) um, what I noticed about myself as a child was that I really loved reading spiritual books and talking philosophy with my father. And, um, I grew up in a, in a Hindu family with a Hindu background. And so we would, you know, do the rituals, we'd go to the temples, but they would also be very open and let me go to churches and other places of worship. And um, I just, I noticed that I would see things. Uh, I, I can naturally see people's colors, their auras around them. I, would be able to know things as a child very frequently, but I just thought it was my wild imagination. And I actually was very, very hard on myself about it. So I tried to kind of shut it down and believe it wasn't real. It wasn't real. It wasn't real. And I should just stop imagining it. It didn't really shut down all that much. It was still- doesn't work. It never works. <laughs> the psychic yeah. medium who runs from herself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And then so... When I went off to college, I, you know, you have so much time for yourself um, in college your first year. And so all I wanted to do was meditate and do all things spiritual and things just got way out of hand. So Mm. I really couldn't um, deny that something was going on. And that was when I went and got my psychic training and I trained there and I trained people there. I ended up training people at the school that I was at. 
And then during that time, I would like to practice my reading skills. So I would tell people in college, oh, um, would you like a reading? I would, I would just want to practice. And so we'd find an empty university classroom and just do readings and then sort of word got out and it just kept, um, bouncing and bouncing around to people. And then these random phone calls would just start to come to me <laughs> and I would be doing readings. It would be great. And then it just kind of built from there. I, I even tried, I really tried to resist this. I went off to get my master's and I went to be an elementary school teacher for six oh, years. Man. And I still was getting calls. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then I just kind of knew that it wasn't time to resist anymore. It was time to time, like fully dive into this. So I love it. I love that. That's such a like, a, a, there is always a phase of the psychic mediumship journey where you run from it where you're like ah, no I don't because you don't really see the bigger picture like and how this is going to like quote unquote pay the bills right we get so caught up in the in the mundane like I got to do this I got to do that like the the amount of because I train psychic mediums as well and the amount of like enoughness and self-worth that we have to put into them so that they trust the process is like literally that's the work which is funny because that's not even the psychic mediumship part that's just like the healing you part and as that's as that's made more full and whole and and healed then the mediumship journey is like it's almost like the easier part <laughs> that's the way i see it you know it's like the the deep belief in yourself are there any psychic mediums um of course you're already saying how how open and beautiful your parents were are there any like psychic mediums in your lineage as well so it's interesting because a lot of the things around my birth were very powerful and auspicious, but they're, I think that my family is very intuitive. They just don't see it that way. And they've never really delved deep into it. My grandfather who passed away when I was quite young was actually very good at palmistry and oh. he was really great at, at um, being able to look at your birth chart and tell you what gems you're supposed to be wearing based off your birth chart to align spiritually. Mm -hmm. So in Jyotish or in um, Vedic astrology, you can actually see what kind of gemstones have certain vibrations so that you can align to the path that you need to be on. And that's what he was really good at. And he was really good at numerology. Wow. I totally, I mean, everyone who I, you know, psychic friends have you know, psychic friends. So yes, yes. it's funny because when I talk with my psychic friends, they often will be like, Oh, it looks like you got this from your grandfather or it's coming mm. from your mother's side, but like from a male. And yeah. it was, it's truly, it does feel like it's him. Um, and I feel like I have a stronger connection to him, even though he's passed. So. Totally. I love that. Somehow we all get like initiated by an ancestor on some level. I always see that. Um, it's one of my favorite days. So when I'm teaching, there's always a day where their mediumship is is like initiated or like more formally initiated, let's say, by a loved one on the other side. And it's almost always an ancestor, a grandparent. It can be a great grandparent, but I almost always see it be a grandparent on the other side. And it's just such a beautiful thing because they hold codes and we hold them like we hold their stories in, in our frequency you know in our genetic code so I the way I see it is like we're all libraries of just stories and beautiful things and activations for each other so I absolutely love that it's really funny you say this too are so are you I know you said you um your family is Hindu are you Indian 
I am Indian. I was born in India, actually. Oh, very cool. I just yesterday. Okay. Yesterday. This is so synchronistic. I just got an Indian palm leaf reading yesterday. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Um, I have to, I have to, I'll, I'll, I have an affiliate link. I'll share it with you. It's this, uh, my gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's really deep. Okay. They, there's like these Indian palm leaves written on these like stacks of like many pieces of like wood. They're all wrapped together and they find you in there based on your thumbprint. And a lot of people from the States um, and Asia, parts of Europe are found. Um, I believe it's Asia too, are found on these, you know, palm leaves and your whole life is written on there. And it was written up to 3000 years ago, two to 3000 years ago. And it blows my mind that they were like in prayer with some of these gods and goddesses and accessing and pulling all this information because they knew we were going to need it at this time. And so in that reading, they also told me what my gems were, which are ruby, emerald, and pearl. And so like, I find that so synchronistic that like, you're my first interview after that reading and, <laughs> and you're talking about all these beautiful things. That's incredible. Synchronicity, you know? Amazing. That is wildly magical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How, okay. So you talked about your birth. I love birth stories. Like one of my like, um, things as psychic medium is I really hone in on ancestry and healing, clearing those, those patterns that need to be healed and cleared. Um, and you know, there, there are many, and there's also gifts that come from our lineage as well. You did mention though, one, you're born in India and two, there's like a lot of kind of like auspicious, really cool things around your birth. Um, perhaps how you were born dates, times, I don't know what it is, but can you share that? Cause I love hearing birth stories. Absolutely. I love that you love birth and the energy of birth as well. That's yeah. one of my favorite things. So I, I love all the synchronicities that are happening <laughs> on this podcast right now. Um, so when I was born, I was born in a part uh, or a time where they were having a very auspicious month. It was very holy month. So the time I was conceived actually was um, was when they were um, in, in the village, they were having lots of mantras being said 24 seven when I was conceived. And then when I was born, I was born around, um, the time of birth of, of Krishna, according to the lunar calendar, it kind of changes Krishna's birthday and all the God and goddesses birthdays. Um, but it was very, at that time, it was very close to Krishna's birthday. And I've always identified with Krishna and Krishna energy. When I went to Egypt, there was I, I saw Krishna there. It was wow. quite amazing. And so my mother, actually, she had to, she had a lot of um, trouble having a baby and she tried several times and I'm an only child. Wow. So she tried before me, she tried after me and she had been trying so many things. Her friend had actually uh, mentioned that she should try this Ayurvedic man who would help her. And so she did not have anyone um, during that time have an ultrasound on me. She didn't have anyone do any conventional doctor things. It was just the, the Ayurvedic man would just touch her belly and just say, oh yeah, you're good or you're, you should eat this or whatever. And for that time, they didn't really have that much insight as to um what was going on 
it was more just like, yes, she's good, or you just need to do this. And yeah. I was born and um, no other child that she was trying to have was born. So I think it was just very special. I have a whole interview with my parents on my podcast about oh. this story and then what it's like to parent a psychic child. Whoa. But so th there'll be more details there if you want to check that out. But yeah. basically it was very much, I think, divinely written and in my chart and the people that I talked to, they all say, wow, this was like a divinely prayed upon birth. And oh. so I, I feel like I have a little bit of a mission here to be here. And, Just a little. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I really, yeah, I think I really fought to be in a body fought in the, in the most light of way. I really kind of moved energy to be here. And, and it's interesting because one of my favorite things is to help babies come into the oh, world. It's my favorite. I, it's beautiful. Yeah. And it holds space for them to come in. And so one of my clients who is a very, very dear friend now, she was trying to conceive and have a baby and she and her husband were struggling. And within a couple months of working with each other, she conceived. I am now her godmother, her baby's wow. godmother. I have a god baby. It's just so beautiful. Um, I went to go see her last That's month. So precious. Almost um, a little over a month and a half. So it's really quite special. Oh, there's so many similarities in our frequencies. It's funny. So I'm living with a good friend slash business coach right now because um, I moved here from Tulum and, and she's like, come just stay with us. She's pregnant right now. She's due the day before my birthday on, on August 21st, on the 22nd. And it's very like, it's such a beautiful thing. It's this whole thing around rebirth, like the baby. I've, she's come to me in dreams already. I've seen her in meditations. She's so sweet. And, and it's just amazing to be able to connect with their little souls like that. It's phenomenal because I think that there's, I think everyone can tap into their ability to connect to the other side, to connect to themselves. And when we get out of our own way, when we heal ourselves, there's so much on the other side. There's so much support for us that's constantly wanting us to win. Yes. Constantly wanting us to be aligned and have a beautiful life. So when we tap into that, when when mothers who are pregnant learn how to connect to their baby hmm. who has it who haven't come into their body fully yet, there is this connection that is undeniable. Yes. That's so beautiful. That's so, so beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Um, okay. So as a psychic medium, I'm, I know like you're multifaceted. We're, we're multifaceted, you know, beings. We can do so many things with our gifts. What is, what is your favorite thing or things to do with your spiritual gifts, with your psychic mediumship awareness, with that clairvoyance, what do you love doing, whether it be for yourself, for others, and the in-between? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a hard question, but I will answer it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I love it all. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I feel like I'm here so that everyone can kind of get on board. Can We can all start to learn how to heal together. And I feel like my readings are great. I love doing that. I love uh, being able to hold space for people to heal. But I love, I really, truly love when people are coming together in a workshop or I'm working one-on-one -on -one with people um, to learn the skills that are going to take them into their own 
empowerment of deep healing. And when they can constantly do that, they understand energy and then abundance comes in and then their aligned community comes in and then their life seems easier and then their manifestation comes in and it's just, it feels like, wow, we're all in this together and there's more people ready to help heal the world just by existing. That's my favorite mm. part. Oh, I love that so much. I love that so much because it's the it's the codes of undoing what society has like forced us into, um, which is like these plain or mundane or sometimes sad and depressed, painful lives. And we think we have to live that way. And isn't it funny when we break free, we're like, oh, that that's it like that I, I i sort of did it like you're looking around like whoa okay and yes there's always like challenges to keep moving forward within business we're always going to be pushed out of our bounds but like how beautiful to break people free from the matrix <laughs> exactly that's what we're doing breaking free from the matrix and i love that you said it so bluntly because that's right now what people are struggling the most with because there's this barrier between truly like a divide happening in our world between people and energies. So if you don't learn right now how to break the barrier and get into the vibration that's gonna bring you to more alignment, it's gonna be really hard to jump from here to there. And we we just have to start helping people Yeah, yeah. What do you, what would you say? Cause I have a lot of, um you know, people who listen to this, and I'm sure some of them are, are, a lot of them are probably healers who, you know, have their Reiki certification, who are intuitive, who have these spiritual gifts, tools, practices, breath work, all kinds of stuff. What would you say to that woman or to those people who are like still holding on to the corporate job that they don't like, still in the places where they're, they're kind of perceiving themselves in this real like lack state? What might you tell them to get them from where they are now to their possibility to their highest you know like potential and using their gifts in a space where they're abundantly paid and just feeling really good about themselves what would you say to that gap and help them how, how would you help them get there well so one the market is not saturated that's a myth we Ooh. all need somebody mm. we need someone like you your energy to be able to see somebody else who can only be seen in the way that you can see them authentically to help them through what's going on. And, and it's 11, 11 right now. I'm just seeing. Oh, that. I love it. On 8, 11. <laughs> on 8, 11. Wow. Um, and um, you also were gifted this opportunity to be able to have more truly when we're in a state of connection to our our spirituality there's no limit there's no limit at all on whatever life you can have it only looks scary because the people around you don't know who they are mm. oh can you say that one more time please i think they need to hear that again <laughs> <laughs> the people around you don't know who they are mm. and that's why they are living in fear and that's why they decide to do the A plus B equals C life. I need to get my car, my job, my family, and live in a, pic a white picket fence. I mean, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You can still be spiritual and have that. Yeah. But 
there's a difference when you're doing, when you're living your cookie cutter life, as opposed to your free and abundant and truly fulfilled life. So you are the one who's going to pave the path. And when you pave the path, usually there's no path. So (laughs) you're the one who makes it. You have to be the leader in it. It is scary, but you're here because you can do it. Oh, I love it. I just got chills um, because it makes it makes me so grateful to understand that it's like women like you and me who are like here to live in that rawness of life where life is abundant and beautiful and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, next month, the months after. We're constantly in this state of creating for our listeners, for our audience, for our people, like how to step out and serve in the best ways. And it's the most raw, satisfying, beautiful, like I would not have it any other way. I don't know how you feel. I mean, I know, actually, I do know how you feel, but I would not have it any other way, but living in that, that rawness of spirit. It's so true because when you decide that you're not playing by anybody else's rules, it's scary. Yeah. And there's also a responsibility, but you get to make your own rules. Yes. Magical. That's abundance. Totally. It's powerful. I love that. When you, what was that pivotal moment for you? When did you go from like, okay, I'm doing this corporate thing or whatever job you might've had and like made, like put your two feet in the ground and said, no, I'm a psychic medium. This is what I'm doing. Do you have a story around that? Do you have a, like anything to share about that? Yeah. So when I mentioned the, um, the, the teaching, it would, I would feel like I had to continue to do the teaching because of what I thought was right. I was living in Chicago at the time and, and no bad feelings towards Chicago. However, I live in Los Angeles right now. Nice. There's a difference, just like you said at the beginning of this podcast, there's places have vibrations yes. and they're activated. Mm-hmm. And so the Midwest was just not a place where I could thrive and share who I was. So I was caught in a little bit of how do I make the matrix work right now? Mm. And because I don't see any other option and I don't know where I would go. And I know that there's plenty of people who might be feeling that way. I truly believe it was um, me tapping into what felt right to be able to move to Los Angeles. I drove cross country in the middle of the pandemic and (laughs) in three days, just got to Los Angeles my whole life and, and did it. And it was, it was amazing. Um, and it was the best decision I've ever made, but I think you tapping into your knowingness into where your heart is calling you is really going to help you get to that right place. And astrocartography, astrocartography is just finding out (laughs) where, if you've never done astrocartography, it's just basically plugging in your birth time and date and location, and then seeing where the planets, um, align and what vibrations they give you. I mean, you can go on vacation and go to an aligned place and then your business might pop off because you were in the vibration of the right place to be. So it's, it's kind of magical and try it out if you, if you haven't anyone on here, but I believe the moment that it shifted for me was when I knew that I was supposed to obviously be in Los Angeles and I was still doing my intuitive work but the way that it took off was 
when I had more space to truly be me and have my business run the way it was supposed to. And I had been getting so many phone calls from people about them wanting readings and wanting support and all of that. And I was doing it. I was make, it was there. The business was existing. However, I didn't let myself believe it until the universe smacked me across the face and said, <laughs> look, <laughs> this is working. What are you doing? Yes. <laughs> Stop it. This is the thing. I will show you that this is the only thing that's working. And so I had been getting calls from people because I wasn't showing my face. They would just literally call me and I would be giving them a reading on the phone. They would be saying, we don't know what you look like. We don't know what you look like. We want to know what you look like. So I <laughs> get on social media. So I, I, I didn't know the first thing about doing that. And then I did. And here we are. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. Again, with the alignment, because I was channeling for damn near a decade, you know, before my business really took off and uh, professionally. And it wasn't until the pandemic hit that it was like, oh, no, you're doing this. Isn't that funny that you would think like, that's how you know this healing stuff has so much validity because you would think it would like pull us into like a sadness, a depression, a lack. And really it like rocket launches <laughs> us into everything we're supposed to do. That's so freaking amazing to me. It's like, I love it. It is amazing. And I mean, it's the universe has to support your dreams if you're supporting everybody else. The universe has to fund your ability to be a healer in the world. So it has to be able to uplift not only you, but all the people you're uplifting. So totally, totally. I love I that love you experienced that. that too. It's so yeah. great to hear that. Yeah. And you're talking about the location thing too. Like I said, I did live in Mexico when I moved to Tulum and I lived there for almost a year, like 11 months, 11 today, codes of 11. Um, the, the energy of Tulum completely skyrocketed my business like I needed that frequency to like really launch it's it lands literally right smack dab in the middle of my Saturn and my Pluto line and um it was so much transformation so much discipline so much got birthed squeezed let me say actually it was an intense time squeezed out of me to like create i created so many courses out there that are still like the foundation of my business now and and that's where i get to build from so there's a there's a magic to location and um where might you are you are you like do you have anything cooking for retreats um i know you mentioned like you know delphi greece are there any other places that like really kind of ping you or pull you towards them so um, no details are revealed yet on it, but I will share the location. So I was doing a woman's retreat in Greece. However, I am going to open this up to both men and women. And this next retreat next year will be in Bali. So Yay. please, um, let me know if you're interested in that and I can certainly send you all the details but for now to keep the magic going I'm <laughs> you do you're gonna absolutely have to send me details you can send me if and when you have them two details and i can put it in the the podcast description too because i'm i'm i could pretty much bet bank that there's going to be people who want to go amazing yeah i would love to have all of you on there and um i'd love to heal with you it's amazing to be able to do that 
I love it. I love it. Okay, I want to like, as a like wrap up question, a little like fun one, what is like a spiritual something, or maybe it doesn't even have to be spiritual, uh, a little something or some things that you do for yourself for like self-care and grounding from your spiritual work? What are things you love doing? So I love being able to just have my um, tools, my tools and techniques. So Every morning and every evening, I make sure I have at least 10 to 15 minutes to run my energy, tap into myself. And then also, I'm having only 10 to 15 minutes a day or during the morning and during the evening because I'm abundantly using those tools and techniques out in the world. So I love just being able to see and also the word hello to me is really, really, really powerful. When you say hello, especially in the spiritual realm, I find this, this probably the most powerful word ever. You start to acknowledge energy. So when you start to say hello to your wallet, hello to your bank account, you start to say hello to somebody, you see the soul part of themselves, they start to light up. You start to say hello to, um, the friendships you have, you start to say hello to the animals and the plants around you. Things say hello back. Oh, that's so beautiful. I always find it's the simplest practices that are like sometimes the most impactful. Like that's, uh, I'm, I'm taking that nugget out with me in the world. Thank you. Of course. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, please. Please let me know how that hello goes for you. Because truly when we say hello, things, um, start to shift. And that's when we feel less alone. When we say hello to the part of ourselves that exists in the world as a, you know, as a spirit in the body, but then also when we truly say hello to a person, that's when we start to have our soulmates come in Mm, because they see us and we see them saying hello is going to filter out the surface level um, connections that you have. Wow. I love it. That's so beautiful. That's so, so beautiful. Thank you for that. Okay. One last question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So do you have a message for me and or my listeners at that time? My sense is like to ask about like where I, they will be towards the end of this year. What do we need to like be aware of? What am I creating? What might they be creating? We, We can go either way. And I would suspect that if it's for me, it's probably for the collective and vice versa. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, in terms of the collective and you as well, um, I keep getting that there's this need to, like, I keep feeling like I'm like looking up at the stars, looking up at the stars. And that doesn't mean like looking up uh, just literally at the stars, but it's more of like, my path is higher. My path is higher. My, me is my higher self. So there's like this connecting to, um, a higher self on a deeper level. I think people are actually going to be tapping into their claircognizance, their psychic ability to know on a really deep level. So when things just kind of like snap come into place and you just, you just know it, yeah, that's going to be an indication that that's the right path. Um, and I do feel like I keep seeing like dollar signs everywhere. So <laughs> it's like everywhere. I love and it. Then, um, so it might be that everyone, when you tap into this knowingness, 
the the dollar signs come in, the money starts to come in. Um, and there's going to be, so um, it looks like there might be challenges of, oh, this is not logical or, oh, this doesn't make sense. The more that that voice is loud and saying, oh, that doesn't make sense the more you get to trust into what you actually felt. Mm -hmm. So it looks like there's this uh, dark and light battle and everyone's getting really, really, really high vibrationally. So the claircognizance is getting really, really strong. So in order to just tap into more of the light, it's like the allowing yourself to tap into your claircognizance. And um, it looks like there's a lot of people, feels like there's, healing through art that feels like a really big thing so the mm -hmm. more that we're tapping into like this creative artistic uh ability go take a pottery class if you've ever wanted to yeah. Go, yeah. go like get a meditation you know coloring book uh because the more that you're activating this artistic ability it looks like the more that abundance and that claircognizance is actually going to come in so there's it looks like this is a really high path for a lot of people who are listening and for you so i'm excited mm, thank you thank you you know it's funny about that in the indian palm leaf reading i had they said uh that the goddess i forget her name but she's the one on the white lotus with the guitar thing. yes um so the arts the arts being very like important for me this year and obviously the listeners too like the the creative healing arts being like one of those ways that's going to like really continue to shift the work like it's the ne it's my it's my next frontier for sure <laughs> oh gosh i got chills that's really exciting <laughs> yeah so so exciting so for those of you listening you can find ashita on her instagram at clairvoyant healer ishita on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. You can also find um, find more about her on her website, which is www.clairvoyanthealerishita.com. And you can listen to her insightful and beautiful podcast, Soul Healer, on Spotify. So you guys stay connected with her. She's amazing, beautiful. Ashita, thank you so much for being on the Mediumship Muse podcast. We love you. We thank you for your time. And this has been like such a fun conversation. I have to have you back on it sometime. Yes. Oh, Candace, thank you so much. I'm so, so, so delighted. Thank you everyone for listening in. Bye guys. See you next time on the Mediumship News Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in my emerging psychic mediums. I trust you've received new downloads, wisdom, insight, and actionable steps to ascend as you embody the spiritual channel in you. It's time to take the next steps into your life purpose and lovingly clear out the blocks as you give your greatest gifts to be abundantly paid for being you. As always, I'm here to support you on your journey of growth, evolution, and expansion into who you came here to be. I'd love to hear about your biggest ahas and takeaways. So jump on Instagram and let's connect at Mediumship Muse Podcast. DM me. I'd love to hear from you. Love you all.